I was reading this post, or, or not reading, it was a video, a, a lady, lady doing a poem, and the poem was uh, to the woman that was uh, the side chick to her man, was, you know, helping her man cheat on her, basically, and um, warn, you know, she, she warned him, but really the original woman said she let him go but anyway it got me to thinking about how the devil tries to um bring somebody down like let's say you let's say you're the single person and uh but the way the devil will try to like uh or the side chick i said let's say you're the side chick how does she get in that position like at, at one point, she was just a single woman, you know, but then she ended up this man's side chick. So the way the devil try to get somebody like that is, um, and it's how he operates in all, uh, it doesn't have to be that kind of situation. It doesn't even have to be a love situation. Uh, he can use this tactic in any way. And he used this tactic on Jesus for different uh, things. And I'll get to that. But this particular tactic in her situation, what he would do is just starve her out. Starve her out from the kind of love, attention, and affection that she deserves and wants and yearns for. It would elude her. She uh, wouldn't have access to it. Uh, She wouldn't be able to attain it. It would look like it doesn't exist anymore. It would make her want to give up on love and dating and relationships because everywhere she looks, she doesn't see uh, the options. And so that's why a married man can become appealing because um, he's being that option. Now, when I say that, what I mean is, you know, let's say, like I say, we, since I said starve starve her out, let's use food. Let's say you have two cheeseburgers, and one cheeseburger is uh, spoiled and rotten. It's old, it's spoiled, it's stale, it's rotten. It'll make you sick when you eat it. It's like poison. Uh, it hasn't been eaten yet, though. It's a burger on a plate, but it's a spoiled burger. It stinks. And then you have another burger, uh, identical to that. What I mean is same kind of burger, but the difference is this one's fresh. It's fresh, it's freshly cooked, it's right out the kitchen, prepared with love. And the person who cooked it and cultivated and nourished it and, and created it and made it be what it is, is the wife. You know, is that wife. Uh, these two burgers are these two different men. You know, one is the married man. And let's say this other one, this single woman's option, because she don't see any good options. So she only sees the spoiled burger, right? So she sees this stale, spoiled burger. That's the single man. But then she sees the uh, fresh cultivated burger the fresh out the kitchen, fresh out the oven, fresh bread, you know, burger. And uh, 
the only reason it looks like that is because the wife prepared it. You know how women build men, you know, women influence men. Uh, like they say, the grass is greener because that's where you uh, watered it. And so that's why he looks like that kind of man. And he and, you know, he may be posting things online where you can see he's loving his wife and and he's giving her everything that, uh, you know, any woman would want from a man. Right. And so the single woman, she sees the single man who's telling her what he's not going to do for her. She keeps running into men like that. You know, they're not willing to uh, do for her, not willing to take her on dates, not willing to give her a call, not willing to make the first move, um, you know, put, put it on her to uh, do things and not really they're, they're not willing, basically. And these, that's the devil starving her out, starving her. She keeps meeting these cheeseburger, stale burgers that uh, she can't even eat. She hasn't tried to eat because she can't eat them. And uh, and that's her choice. Like, when, when I say that's her choice, I mean, that's like, there's these two plates before her. And she sees the one that looks fresh, it's cultivated. She doesn't realize it's cultivated because another woman cultivated it. Right, not saying that it's her job to cultivate a stale burger, uh, you know, but I'm just saying she doesn't see any other burgers out there that weren't cultivated by another woman that's free and available for her to eat, you know. And so they, these become like the choices that the devil puts before you, you know, it's like uh, be either be with the stale burgers or be with the burger that's now all of a sudden he's offering he's into you and you see he's the kind of man you want to be with but uh really it's a trap you know it's like uh let's say these are cheeseburgers you know they got cheese on them and just like a mouse trap you know that cheese is in the trap and that's satan's way of luring you in because now that you're starved now that you're starved you may be more willing and receptive to accept this uh really it's a lesser burger technically you know you might be willing to accept that burger because everything out there you're not you can't eat it's not edible everything out there everything else out there is not even edible so you uh might be more inclined uh, you might be tempted to um, go for the fresh burger, but you're not supposed to, right? You, God has a way of letting that trial play out before he offers the uh, fresh burger, you know, that's for you. That was, uh, you know, how you go to a restaurant and you make an order and they say, what is your name? Cause they're gonna call your name when the order is ready. This order was made for you. And so that's how God is. He's got somebody that's made for you, but you're not gonna get it until he calls your name, uh, which would be perfect, right? Because it's made exactly to, when you go to order food at the restaurant, you ordering what you want. And that's what you're doing in prayer. You're praying and asking God, for exactly what you want and the scripture says he's if you ask him for uh what does it say what bread he's not going to give you a stone you know he's going to give you exactly what you asked for it says in 
Matthew, uh, I think it's Matthew 7. So it's just basically saying like God has somebody exactly for you that you prayed for. And uh, one of Satan's devices, you know, he has different devices. He can, you know, try to uh, entrap you another way. I'm not saying this is his only way. But uh, he certainly used this device with Jesus. You know, he waited until Jesus was physically starved out because Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights. He waited till he was physically starved out. And then he said, hey, turn this, turn this uh, stones into bread. So see, he said the opposite. It's like, turn these stones into bread, then if, if you be the son of God, you know. So it's like, and then he used other things to try. He's like, okay, that's not going to work. Let me um, let me shift over here and try this. You know, throw yourself off a cliff. Oh, that's not going to work. Okay, let me shift it over here. You can have all these kingdoms. So that's what I'm saying about the woman that ends up the side chick, which is insane because it's fornication. That woman, uh, you know, that was the thing that he can get her on. But maybe starving her out of that, uh, maybe she's stronger than that and starving her out of that won't work, right? Or she overcomes that trial, doesn't fall for the temptation, doesn't go for the married man. Then she can, uh, he may try to test, try her with that same method, but with something else, like starving you out, starving you out of something that you need and you have to remember to wait for uh what it is that god prepared you for because if you're out there like let's say let's use this woman again if you're out there you're looking for the right guy and you keep running into guys that don't fit uh all that's telling you is that that they're not it and you have to keep looking and, and keep waiting but you can't get something that somebody else cultivated and say that's yours you know what i mean uh, you can't covet, you know, so, um, you know, uh, and a lot of the sins start with lust. Uh, all, all sins start with lust. It's not just like adultery where a man lusts after a woman's uh, body or, you know, a married woman, but it's also fornication. Like it's also like whatever you lust for, ever you could lust to steal, right? You coveted it in your mind that you want to take it. And so all sins start with that lust. So even that woman who um, going after the married man, going into fornication, that started with the lust of what she wanted because that fresh cultivated burger looked like what she wanted. And uh, all the all, all of her starving wasn't what she wanted. You know what I mean? And that's kind of how uh, Satan approached Jesus. Because it's like he was starving. And now he's like, hey, if you turn the stones into bread, it can be what you want. Like, look at that stone. That's what you want. And he tries to paint it in a picture to make it look like what you want. And uh, that's where you can if you fall into that lust, like that's where you can fall into that lust, which is a trap. That's where you can uh, end up getting in, in trouble. That's where you can end up falling into sin. 
And so when it's not, you have these two options of when it's not what you want, right? It doesn't, it's like it's stale, right? But then it's what you want, but it's not yours. It's not, it doesn't have your name on it, right? Um, that's kind of how it's going to be presented to you because that other option there's something wrong with it where you really can't have it doesn't look like something is wrong with it on the surface it's everything you want but there's something attached to it that prevents you from having or forbids you from having it and it's really a like a sin it would be like saying there's a diamond ring let's say i had diamond ring in my mind a picture of what i thought was like the perfect diamond ring and then all of a sudden i see it in the store but the price tag is like way beyond my budget, you know, but it's like the diamond ring I have been imagining for like the past, whatever, five years, starved out. And I finally see it. Now it's out of my budget. Uh, a wise person would say, okay, I can't afford that, you know, so let me look someplace else or you know what I mean a diamond ring doesn't belong to anybody you can buy it right they can so they can't really say hey let me put together a budget and see how I can afford it but let's say that diamond ring was uh limited time <laughs> and limited uh it's, it has scarcity right so limited it's only five in stock right that's gonna put a sense of urgency where you need to get this diamond now and it's like the only way to get it is to sin. And when you get into that area, that's where you're now, okay, that it would be wrong to have it. So if it's wrong to have it, it could be everything you want, but it's wrong to have it. That would be the area of sin. And that's what you don't want to play around with. You don't want to fall into. And even though you're seeing the stale burgers, I'm not saying go eat the stale burger because you're going to vomit and throw up and get sick, right? That's going to destroy you too. So I'm not saying go after the stale burger either. I'm saying wait for God to deliver. Wait till you see what it is you're looking for that it's exactly what you're looking for and there isn't anything wrong with you having it. That's the one that the Bible says you know, every good gift and perfect gift comes from the Father, uh, where there is no shadow of turning. And in Proverbs, it says that the blessing of the Lord make it uh, rich and add no sorrow to it. That thing that is yours, that's exactly what you want, that um, is, uh, you, you know, there's nothing wrong with you having it. That's going to be the thing that doesn't add sorrow in the end. That's going to be the one that's not the trap. But you're not going to be able to physically see it right right away. Because that's how the Satan has to starve you out. If you were to physically see it, you wouldn't be starving. Because it would be motivation that you could get to it. But when you can't physically see it, and there's no way you can get to it, <clears throat> you just have to have hope have to have hope that's when the starving part uh, kicks in and kicks in this instinct to uh, operate off of lust and that's why God says you have to have the fruit 
of long suffering and you have to have patience those are that's why those are godly attributes because you're waiting for the thing that's holy the thing that presents itself as the best option that's not for you like that's wrong it's not for you so because it's not for you it doesn't have your name on it when you get it it's temporary because it doesn't belong to you so it's temporary and you're gonna lose it at one point and because it's something that you wanted so much you know you fell into lust for it it's gonna devastate you like when you lose it it's gonna dev- devastate you it's gonna break you it's gonna break you mentally and uh it's gonna destroy you basically so uh and that's what it's designed to do because it's a trap that's what it's designed to do so i'm just saying all that to say you know i thought about that when i saw the video and uh you know it's just something to be mindful about uh of one of satan's devices is uh that's how he gets people he starves them out from what they really want and then he presents an option but there's something wrong with this he presents the option of exactly what they want but they really can't have it like they're forbidden to have it in some kind of way or to get it would mean that they would have to do something wrong to get it or there's something wrong right it's a trap because it's just like uh the mouse trap you could see the booby trap you could see the uh booby part and it's like okay it's like a challenge to get this piece of cheese that challenges the something that's wrong with it because as soon as you're able to figure it out and get it it's likely going to come crashing down on you now some people might say hey it's some mice that have been able to get it and get out of there but it's rare you know that's rare the trip is a trap It's literally designed to trap you and if you're able to get it and get out of there that's just a warning to say hey you live to see another day you better not fall for that trap again you better not fall for another trap because the thing about lust is it's never satisfied I, I, there's a scripture there's a scripture in the bible is similar, similar to that it talks about never being i know uh it says hell is never satisfied something else but lust is is never satisfied you you can't fulfill it it's like a cup with a hole in it so you've got to keep pouring it into that and at some point that hole is designed to make you drown that's why it's there so um that's another thing that people don't realize about lust so even if you're that mouse that's able to get that get that prize without getting trapped um it creates this mindset that you can and Bible says, though, it's sin is in a, a hundred times, you know, just because God is quiet about it doesn't mean he's not going to get you in the end. You still got to stand before him on judgment day and uh, give him give him an account on why you went for that, especially like he likely had something better, but you just had to have patience. It's like Moses. He, he could have stayed in Pharaoh's house and, and had one of the best lives you know but he saw something greater in what God was offering and Joseph Joseph the same way he was in he was in uh what was it Pontifer's house 
like Pharaoh's house. He was in Pharaoh's household. And then his wife, Pharaoh's wife, tried to seduce him, right? And he could have, let's say he could have went with that. Because, and let's he could have had, let's say, you know, I'm pretty sure she was pretty. You know, he could have went with that and uh, went that direction. And, you know, Ben, ben and Pharaoh, hey, he had a good job. You know what I'm saying? And he could have been with that. But he knew that was wrong. Like, it's something wrong with that, right? And even though that resulted in him being starved out, because now he's in prison, even though God still blessed him in his starved out state, a state, you know, it's like he's in a starved out place and God was still blessing him in other areas. But he wasn't where he wanted to be, like what, what he wanted. But God gave him better because then he was with Pharaoh and he became overseer of all Egypt. Like before that, when when the wife was seducing him, trying to seduce him, he was in the uh, uh, overseer of just uh, Pharaoh's household. But when he had patience, long-suffering, held his integrity, did not sin against God, kept the commandment, you know, to not do that, not commit adultery, I should not commit adultery. Then, you know, he had to have long suffering even after that, he had to because he said he waited a space of two years being in prison. Then God blessed him. So whenever you're in a place where you feel like you're being starved out, you have to really consider that, especially when options start presenting themselves. Uh, you have to have discernment and you have to see like is there anything preventing me from being able to have have this option? Uh, is there anything wrong with it? Would I be sinning against God to, to get it, to, to go after it, to pursue it, you know, uh, or pursue you? Uh, you have to consider and think about those things. Does it line up with God's script and God's word? Uh, because that will tell you if it's for you, if it has your name on it or not. And then, um, you know, and just have patience until you see that available. You just got to have this like fasting. That's that's what fasting really teaches you. You know, this is wait, have patience for and be holy for what the holy option is. And um, you're not feeding the demons, you know, <laughs> so you won't you may not see uh, the options you want out there. It's like they say it's plenty of fish in the sea, but all of them uh, look like ugly stank fish they unclean fish right so they obviously not your fish you know and, and so it make you feel like i don't hear any fish in the sea but if you saying your prayers you putting your order out there you know that's heavenly father he's gonna hear and bless and that's how you have to look at all situations and that starving out process the starving out is just a snare it's a trap it's a trap by saying it's a snare to starve you out and get you trapped into lust and lust leads to sin and sin leads to death so have long suffering fast uh sometimes you gotta fast from uh you know with, with the thing that you want and suffer for a season to get it in the right way all right so uh if you gotta fast from from that and that's, a, you know, spiritually speaking, uh, you have to do it out for a season. Like the, it says there's a time and season for everything. It says in Ecclesiastes 3, 
if you have to do without for a season, at least do it without for a season. The golly way means in the long run, you're going to have it permanently. It's not temporary. It's not going to cause you to fall. It's not going to cause you to fall out of God's good graces. So, and that's where you want to be. So just remember that when it comes to Satan's devices, uh, be like Jesus, fight it out with the scripture, fast, have long suffering, have patience, praying always with supplications to the Lord with what you want, and don't go after it until your name is called for it.